Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 780, for Saturday, May 14th, 2022. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Up 7 to number 20, where it was two weeks ago, Lost Ruins of Arnak, by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition, with 12,000. 715 views. That's a gain of only about 400 or 3 percent, and is 2,600 fewer than last week's number 20. We do see a general decline in page views up and down the list, and it is a a uh, rebound week for uh, older games. We see a lot of older games getting bumps in views. I don't know what causes that. After gaining three last week, up five more to 19, Return to Dark Tower, by Rob Davio and Isaac Childress, published by Restoration Games, with 13,679, almost a 1,000 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, and a gain of 5%. Up one to 18, Radlands, by Daniel Piechnik, published by Roxley Games, with 15,000. 521, 1,800 more than Dark Tower, and a decline of just 44 views, or three-tenths of 1%. So, even though the 19 and 20 games are pretty far off last week's totals, uh, by the time we get up here into the the mid-teens, it's closer to what we saw last week. After losing five last week, down three more to 17, Sleeping Gods, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 16,193, about 700 more than Radlands, and a decline of a little less than 8%. After losing 4 last week, back up 5 to 16, Cascadia, by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 17,142, almost 1,000, 950, more than Sleeping Gods, and a gain of 17%. So the gap from number 16 to number 20 is 4,400. As we will see, it is only a gap of about 5,400 from 16 all the way up to 6. So really there's a stratification going on here at this number 16 level we're going to see a little more bunching. That's very true here at number 15. Up three, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 17,147. Five more than Cascadia, and a gain of 9%. Up two to 14, Marvel Champions by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 17,229, 82 more than Gloomhaven, a gain of just 82 views, or half of 1%. Repeating at number 13, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 17,574, 345 more than Marvel Champions, but only, uh, doing some quick math, 432 more than Cascadia, three positions down at at, uh, 16. That is an 
87 view drop for Spirit Island, just half of 1%. Re-entering at number 12, Age of Steam, by Martin Wallace, published by Eagle Griffin Games, with 18,555, almost 1,000, more than Spirit Island. After popping into the top 10 for just a week, back down one to where it was two weeks ago at number 11, Root, by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games, with 18,644, just 89 more than Age of Steam, and a decline of 7%. We have seven new entries in the top 10, the most we have had in a week in, well, 15 months, going back to February of last year. The seven games falling out are from 10 to 11, Root, from 9 to 21, The Thing, the board game, from 6 to 23, Uprising, from 8 to 29, The Great Wall, from 7 to 31, Planet Unknown, from 4 to 65, Through Ice and Snow, and from 5 out of the top 100, Oranian Burger Canal. If you were listening carefully, then you may have picked up that it is only the top three games from last week that have stuck around in the top ten this week. Of all of these new entries, though, there is only one debut. Re-entering after five weeks away at number ten, charting for the 228th time, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Vrixelius published by Stronghold Games, with 18,665, just 21 more than Root, only 110 more than Age of Steam. That is a gain of 22%, or more than 3,000 views, from where it had last week when it was number 20. Its last five weeks, Terraforming Mars has gone 12, 19, 19, 19, and 20. That mark of 18,600-some is more than 1,300 fewer than last week's number 10. Re-entering after just a week away, last week number 12, so up 3 to 9, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 18,801, 136 more than terraforming Mars, a decline of 4%. Also re-entering after five weeks away, charting for the 202nd time, number 8, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 19,154, 353 more than Dune, a gain of 11%. Over the last five weeks, Arkham Horror has gone like this, 14, 16, 12, 13, 15, and now up 7 to 8. Re-entering after 15 months away and charting for just the third time, number 7, Carnegie, by Xavier Georges, published by Quinid Games, with 19,888, 734 more than Arkham Horror, a gain of 36% from where it was last week at number 22, so a 15-position climb. Uh, Carnegie is by the designer of Troyes and is themed around Andrew Carnegie, the 19th-century 
American steel entrepreneur who later became a philanthropist. In the game, you will, quote, produce and sell goods and create transport chains across the country, unquote. It funded on Kickstarter at almost a half million euros and is now beginning to arrive to backers. So as I said, a very tight bunching here between uh, these last 10 games from 7 to 16, the gap is 2,700. Whereas again, the gap from just 16 to 20 was 4,400. Our sole debut is at number 6, Ra by Reiner Knizia, published by 25th Century Games with 22,507, 2,600 more than Carnegie, and a gain of 13% from where it was last week, just outside the top 10 at number 11, so a five-position climb. Ra was originally released in 1999 and is currently ranked at number 192 on Board Game Geek, so it is an all-time classic auction game with a light Egyptian theme, and a deluxe edition of Ra is why it has reappeared. It's currently on GameFound with over $300,000 pledged. Re-entering after two weeks away and charting for the third time, number five, Arcs by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games with 28,925, 6,400 more than Raw, and a gain of 146%, or about two and a half times what it had last week at number 30, so a 25-position jump. Arcs is an upcoming campaign-based science fiction-slash-space opera game using, quote, an easy-to-learn, highly interactive, card-driven action system, unquote. After the last two weeks at number three, down one to four, Wonderland's War by Ben and Tim Eisner and Ian Moss, published by Druid City Games and Skybound Games, with 32,478, 3,500 more than ARCs, and a gain of 14%, and yet it loses position. This is after last week it lost 25% and maintained its position. So something is disrupting the upper echelons of the list. Let's see if we can find it. Is it here at number three? No. Down one spot from two to three, Euthia by Tadeusz Spusta and Marketa Blahova, published by Daya Games with 37,607. 5,100 more than Wonderland's War and a gain of 27% or almost 8,000 over what it had last week at number two, but it also loses one position. Is our disruption at number two? Yes. Uh, there at number two, returning after ten months away and charting for the fourth time, Gloom Holden by Joe Klipfell with a 59,927 views, 22,000 more than Euthia, and about five times what it had last week when it was number 31, so a 29-position jump. Gloomholden is, quote, an 18-card, no-table-needed version of Gloomhaven, unquote. It was number one on the page views list last July with over 70,000 views, and has recently won the Golden Geek Award for Best Print-and-Play Game in 2021. 
Well, that leaves the road clear for Ark Nova by Matthias Viggy, published by Capstone Games, to reclaim the number one spot for the fourth consecutive week and the 15th time overall. This week it notched 64,321 views, or only about 4,400 more than Gloomholden. That is a decline of 7%, but still, the second most views Ark Nova has had in a week, and number 91 on the most views list. With its 15th week at number 1, Ark Nova ties the 7th continent for the 4th most weeks ever in the top spot. For Saturday, May 14th, 2022.